This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. man. Good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> Better than I deserve. I, I, <laughs> oh I'm, I'm, I'm going to take, take a line from, uh, <laughs> who's that, Dave Ramsey? That's that Dave says Ramsey. That? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to take a line from him. I, can This is not a venting episode. No, no, But, but can I can I just have about 45 seconds? Last week, the pipes froze and burst at my house. Dude, yeah. And at the Country Squire. Oh wow! Seriously, in our storage room behind the shop, uh, up above, you know, it, but it just got—it like, got so cold. Of course, and the deep freeze that we've experienced here in the south, south we're just not America, ready for yeah. it, you know. So I left the pipes dripping at home, and and they—it is it's still burst. Oh you my know? gosh! Yeah, and, uh, and and then here, you know, of course, the landlord they, you know, just missed that one or whatever, and so. Um, man, like, <laughs> well, we talked like, about the fact the squire's been here since the beginning of time, and like yeah, since dirt, <laughs> right? And so, and but the thing is, like, I it, last week was so insane. Like, it's just been nuts. January's been crazy. This it's has been, been the worst. It's it's been a really difficult month for a number of reasons. But anyway, <laughs> you know, so I I'm I'm up here just working my tail off. I'm already really stressed out, and and my neighbor calls the shop. This is going to take longer than 45 seconds. Oh, snap. Okay. And, and and my neighbor calls the shop and he's like, hey, he, he Jimmy picks up the phone. Jimmy is um, a friend of ours that's doing some part-time work here. Just hey, for, Jimmy. Um, just for um, the season. Jimmy picks up the phone and he the guy's like, hey, tell John David that, you know, his his garage is flooding. And uh, and so, so Jimmy, he already knows I'm in a really bad mood, right? And so he walks back to the office in this very, like, mild voice. He's like, I... I hate to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> Don't kill the messenger. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, but but uh, the neighbor called and your your basement is flooding Ooh. or your, your garage has got a lot of water in it. Mm. And it took me about five seconds before I snapped. <gasps> and do you remember when you were 12 years old playing Nintendo 64? May, may, I don't know, maybe a little... Yeah, probably twelve. That's probably appropriate. Maybe thirteen. We weren't allowed to have a Nintendo twenty sixty four. That's a whole nother. Thing. Okay, but whatever thing it was that really got you going, and you threw a temper tantrum. Oh yeah, and, and like you know, for me it was like I'd be at my grandmother's house playing video games, and I would you know mess up on you know some stupid game <laughs> like I you know who knows what whatever Zelda version was out at the time or whatever, and I'd flip. And I would destroy things. The, the controller. I, the controller. I mean, I can't tell you how many controllers I destroyed. Game packs. I, I mean, I, you know, cords. I, 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 I mean, just awful. What'd you destroy? I, the Country Squire's laptop. Oh! <laughs> it was so bad. It was so oh, bad. Oh, man. I took, like, if you could have used, and it was incredibly <laughs> embarrassing. And I lucked out because there wasn't anyone at the shop. I was going to ask, yeah. There wasn't anyone at the shop. So, like, and I can laugh about this now. Is this, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm admitting it to our listenership, you know, but, like, I was so, <laughs> luckily I didn't have, like, a really valuable pipe in my hand or anything right. because I would I would have destroyed it. I destroyed a $700 computer. Why wouldn't I destroy a $700 pipe? Ah, you know, it's just, no, not the I, pipe. You can replace a computer. You it can't was, replace it was, the pipe. It was out of control. Like, I, I was so embarrassed after it was over. Dang. I left the shop. I was like, I'm out. Y'all take care of this I'm, I'm out and it was it just incredibly it just so ridiculous so the next morning i realized like just how you know in in my personal you know we talk about personal stuff up on country choir radio some and i was just thinking like man i've been too stressed out my priorities have been on the wrong things and you know i just i need to you know focus and recenter and so anyway that the friday morning you know i had uh after i destroyed the computer and the pipes burst at my house I was going to come to the Country Squire and, and do my little morning quiet time. I was going to read some scripture and do some meditating and, you know, pray and just kind of, you know, get my mind right. I was, you know, kind of wanting to put myself in a place to, to be, um, you peaceful. know, yeah, be peaceful. Right. And so I got to the shop that morning. I was like, what's that water dripping in, in the back? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and when I say like something flipped in my mind, like I, 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 I didn't know how to handle it. I was so numb. The only response I had at that point was to put a note on the door, go home, sit on the couch with my girlfriend, fiance, my... Your girlfriend and your fiance? My, both. Wow. And then uh, my puppy dog and my pipe and smoke and stare at the wall and read. That, that's, <laughs> it, 
like I like I, I it, self-care day. it was a tantrum yeah. that caused me literally to to close the shop down for Man. half a day like it, it was it was unbelievable like it, 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 okay so I'm I'm done now but I, I just want to tell the world like my pipe I don't think I could have gotten through the weekend without my pipe this little device that we come here <laughs> once a week to talk about and we put these little plant matters inside the the bowl and we talk about you know keeping it lit and the different tobaccos you can select and all this stuff reading reading this weekend being quiet staying off the internet and smoking my pipe dude this was good for my soul good man and i came roaring into this week and uh and it felt good good but uh but 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 last week was different that sounds sounds terrible man did you even get the cool like ice ice effect from the thing or just just the straight up water destroying everything because you know you get that ice structure no no it's just straight up straight up water just just the yeah no yeah man it was just such a hard freeze you know and it was just it was just great but uh, but you know in the in the closet behind the shop you know it's like our little storage room man we lost several thousand dollars worth of just stuff you know it, it, luckily we didn't have any inventory in there like pipes or tobacco yeah that, the speakers back there though. but yeah i mean there's all kinds of Gosh. electronic equipment and, yeah um you know stuff like that <laughs> stuff so, you just you just anyway, hope gets wet. So, yeah so exact right oh, so man. i mean you know you uh the it, anyway but I, I bought a shiny new laptop well, right? that's so always that good fun. yeah you, you <laughs> well hey man so, since you were off the internet then i should inform you of something you may not be aware of i i literally i have not been on facebook since thursday of last week okay well yeah. one of the most famous podcasts Pipe smokers on the internet uh, made uh, his his now he's he's made a pipe pilgrimage before, uh, but made a, a pipe pilgrimage uh, in in uh, in your absence online absence. So maybe you didn't see this, but uh, Pappy Joe, our very own Pappy Joe from uh, Nola, <laughs> headed to the Squire this last past week, chilling up with uh, with Caleb. Caleb That's was actually, so awesome, man. Yeah, Caleb actually told me that this morning. Man, he and was talking was, about like like, like was so he's great. just the nicest guy. And I was like, yeah, no, it's Pappy Joe. He's great. He's like, why are you guys always making fun of Pappy Joe? I was like, no. <laughs> No, he's always. It's the other way around. It's the other way around. If if we, you know, we're just defending ourselves at some point. Like you just got to step up and say, look, I'm just, you know, occasionally protecting my dignity. But you know, no, we uh, love Pappy Joe. Dude, we love Pappy Joe. But dude, no, yeah, we took a picture together and everything. I, I, I hate I missed him. You know, I really did. And uh, and I, seriously, I had literally no idea. Um, a matter of fact, um, someone even before Caleb had mentioned it, mentioned it to me that he, he came in. I was like, no, he didn't. I mean, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> and then I remember telling Caleb, I, I said over the weekend, the only reason I want to hear from you is if the shop is burning to the ground. Oh, and then I left. Which and, could have been a possibility with the way the week was going, and, right? And 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 so, uh, at, and you know, with Pappy Joe being here, that could have happened too. But it didn't, <laughs> and, and it, it didn't, it didn't, and, and and um, and it was and it was great. But anyway, that's that's probably why I didn't hear because I was off social media, and uh, and the country squire w- uh, was not burning to the ground. Yeah, well, we, but uh, man, I hate I miss him. We love Joe, man. Just one of our longest time friends, and such a tender heart. Oh, absolutely. Man, you, you've probably, if you haven't bumped into him, whatever forum you're on online, I know he's on several, but. Man, yeah, man, you, you you really should seek him out. He's just a just a great great man. He's he's a pipe smoking mentor you want. So, so right. definitely look for him online. Well, hey man, uh, we've got next week. Uh, originally, this was going to be this week, but uh, I'm still working on Aristocats versus Aristocrats. Of course, we have the uh, upcoming pipe culture episode for sure happening next week. We're looking for your thoughts on these pipe smoking archetype, the farmer and the aristocrat. And I've started to realize based on some of the feedback and everything. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit, but perhaps those two nomenclatures are not ideal. Really what we're talking about in this discussion or what we will be talking about is kind of the pipe smoker, the rich pipe smoker, the poor pipe smoker, kind of white collar versus blue collar. What similarities are there in pipe smoking? What differences? That sort of thing. So if you've got thoughts, if you've got stories, experiences, if any images come to mind, be it from fiction, history or otherwise, we want to hear it. So send those in at show at countrysquireradio.com. We also will have a Facebook post going out this week, getting your, your thoughts on that as well. So. Really looking forward to that pipe culture episode next week. Now, man, this week we've uh, we've got a great show, but first we've got to give a major shout out because we've had a lot of new uh, um, members joining the the Country Squire Radio. It's so exciting, man! I know. Yeah, we're so thankful for y'all, and um, you know, obviously, like we say every week, we couldn't do this without your support. And man, the support's just rolling in, dude. It's it is so so honoring for uh, us. All right, you ready for this? Yeah, man. Right. Let, let's 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 get to the name butchering. <laughs> I got this, man. You, you I think got you got this. it? You think you got it tonight? Well, this first one, I know I do because this is Batman sidekick. We got Robin joining. Robin Robin, of course, a newish pipe smoker, just ran across our feed. He That's says he great. loves it. Uh, uh, so uh, he's giving us a, a few shekels and joining up at the Squire That's level. wonderful. Thanks, Robin. Uh, we also have Craig Serpa. Craig Serpa? Okay. Did I pronounce that right? I, I guess so. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be disappointed if I pronounce that right. Yeah. Charles Harding <laughs> E. 
The- <laughs> Charles Harding. Eee! You're such an idiot. That's a yeah. That would be Charles Harding the third. But oh. when Bo sees three three eyes three eyes in a row, I'm reading them phonetically. People. Then that then that of course translates to. <laughs> <laughs> we also have uh, Dylan J. Shalinder. Sh- Shalinder. Uh, that would be Dylan. And Dylan, man, thanks so much. Uh, <laughs> we, we really appreciate your support. And then, uh, you know, last but not least, uh, someone whose name really should have been mentioned before. Uh, yeah, uh, that's right. So, yeah. Steve Benetham, uh, and, I, and I do hope that I butchered that name as well. Uh, Steve was one I think of you our. You actually got it right. He's one of our first pipe club members from last year. He was actually our 19th uh, pipe club member. And was one of the uh, original January joiners, and uh, and uh, due to uh, some some issues and everything, his name was not on the the, the list of, of pipe club members. Squire level, name. right? Who, who's get, who's getting a plaque here? That's at the right, Squire. That's right. right. So but it, he is right. on that list. So, That's right, uh, Steve. Man, we got you. We got that all. Steve, uh, thank you away. for thank you for your support, brother. Yeah, I know you've been with us just since the beginning. And um, gosh, we'll you know we'll get all that fixed up. We're sorry we didn't mention you uh, last go around. But um, and for those of you who are not familiar with this, so we have our. Through Patreon, we have our Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. It's an opportunity for you to get involved with us, but also support the show and make what we're doing possible. There's two levels you can join at, the Pilgrim level or the Squire level. And and, and if you join at the Squire level and stay there for one year, uh, you actually you actually get a, a brass plaque put on the wall here at the Country Squire to be forever emblazoned here at our quaint little yeah. pipe shops. And so even though you may not live uh, anywhere close to us, you'll you'll know that we'll be seeing your name here at the shop every day, and uh, and so will a lot of other folks. And so um, just that's our way of just giving back a little piece to to reward y'all for um you know just being so faithful to I, us. I got a question. Yeah, are are we as founding members of of the club? Or are, you don't our, get a plaque. We don't get a plaque. <laughs> I guess it would be putting like yourself as employee of the month type deal. But, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, well, you've done that before, haven't you? No, no, of course <laughs> not. Be ridiculously tacky. And I am all about the class, sir. Hence the new uh, the new digs on the show that I am wearing tonight. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we do have a great. Your show. wife just got tired of looking at you. Yeah, probably, that, that's, that's, that's probably that. Uh, we do have a great great topic, man. We're talking about tonight, of course, uh, the subject something that is as near and dear to your heart, and something that you you do quite often, and that is smoking your pipe while driving yeah that's uh, right now it is interesting Any, anytime you say blank while driving it's typically a don't like a hard don't don't yeah. text and drive don't right. drink and drive don't text and drink while you drive don't text and drink it's honestly it's probably not not too good depending on how much you're drinking and <laughs> how much te- you're trying to text don't text and drink and drive all at the same time don't, these are these are big no-nos don't text your unless ex. you're in like louisiana i think they in louisiana don't that you can uh no Oh, never mind. No, no, no. I, we, let's not, we, we do not want to spread misinformation in that realm. Yeah, like I said, something that uh, I know that you uh, you do. In fact, the imagery of John David Cole with his locks blowing in the wind while bellowing pipe smoke and, and Penny's head uh, sticking out of the car. This is all this is imagery that, that we've all seen constantly on your Instagram, your secret Instagram account. That or, or in your nightmares, you know, <laughs> either way. Yeah. So, you know, the concept of smoking your pipe while driving, obviously, we we want to, you know, first and foremost, be, you know, safe and have a have a pleasant, safe experience where you wind up where you're going, uh, you know, without uh, any incident. But, um, you know, just like you enjoy a cup of coffee or something, a lot of times folks do like to smoke their pipe and take that with them. And, and there's a number of reasons for that. It's one of those things where if you're not allowed to smoke in the house, your car kind of becomes an extension of your right. house, you know. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. you just have this opportunity to, you know, be out of the weather, be alone, maybe be quiet or, or maybe, um, you know, on your commute in the morning. It's part of your daily ritual, you know, smoking your pipe, going into the office and, you know, maybe you listen to your favorite radio program or audio book or something like that while you're, you know, enjoying your favorite tobacco on the way to work. And, you know, there's just a lot of a lot of folks that do that road trips or another another thing. The pipe is great on a road trip, uh, kind of keeping you engaged, uh, having something to do, almost like chewing gum to yeah. keep you awake and, and alert. You know, it's a uh, you got it, the it's, YouTube it's pipe community, yeah. too, that that's like really big. I mean, one of the things you see with a lot of these YouTube pipe community bloggers and vloggers is uh, a lot of times they're doing it straight from their car. They've got like a dashboard. No, cam that's right. They're, they're yeah. doing it right there from sometimes driving, sometimes not. But you could tell like this is like their haven. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, we appreciate that, too, because, of course, people don't smoke indoors as much anymore. But 
a lot of times people, you know, even though your car is in an enclosed area, people fudge on the car a little bit. You know, they're more willing to light their pipe up in there. And if your spouse doesn't mind or people that get in the car regularly won't mind, and maybe you smoke a tobacco that has kind of a, a pleasant room note and leaves a pleasant residual smell, you know, it can be a good thing. And so, um, you know, there, there are some tips for um, smoking your pipe while driving. It can be kind of uh, complicated if you if you uh, don't think about it ahead of time. And so we just thought we'd talk about that a little bit. That's good, man, because I got to tell you, I'm... Uh, I, I hear the concept and I'm a, I'm a little nervous about it. You yeah, know? no, sure. I want to, I, when I'm driving, I'm thinking I want to stay focused. I want to make sure I got both hands on no, the wheel. Right. Yeah. And obviously smoking the pipe hands-free in and of itself, forget driving, just smoking your pipe hands-free can be something of a, uh, you know, not necessarily a beginner level type of activity. Yeah, no. You got to work up to that, right? You, you, you do, yeah. And it's one of those things you have to kind of know your comfort level with the pipe, right? And with different types of tobacco. And so, you know, just kind of breaking it down, each different part of the of the pipe smoking experience, when you're smoking in your car, you have to think about it carefully because you're looking for convenience, uh, ease of use, and then safety all along the way. So the, so first, you know, everyone, obviously, the, the most important thing is is what kind of pipe are you going to smoke? You know, what, mm. what, uh, what type of pipe are you going to smoke while driving your car? Do you need a big bowl because you have a long commute? Do you need a small bowl because you have a short commute? Is it one of those things where, uh, you know, you're on a road trip and you're going to, uh, you know, have the opportunity to smoke several pipes in a row, you know, so you, you want to get a bigger bowl and maybe go ahead and pre, pre-pack, pre preload a few pipes, you know, kind of to get you where you're going kind of thing. You know, those are all things to think about. The pipes uh, typically that we recommend for people use in their car um, are, are li- lighter pipes, something that's got a small frame. Um, you don't want anything that's unwieldy, uh, too long. Church wardens are the wrong pipe to smoke in your car. Mm. Uh, they just are. They get in the way. They're clumsy as, as much as we love them. <laughs> You know, you just want something that's that's light and preferably clinchable too. Something that stays in your mouth, uh, real easy. You know, you want you want both hands available. Um, you know, at any given time, so you can do whatever you need to do in your car. And because of that, you want a pipe that you're not going to be afraid to bite down on, right? You're using really, your teeth in this situation. Yeah, that's right. You want you want to be able to clench your pipe and feel comfortable doing that. So, again, a bowl size appropriate for your for your trip. And typically, you want something with a little bend to it. Now, I'm saying this as a primarily straight pipe smoker. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, a straight pipe, as much as I love them, of course, they're not as good for clenching. But then they also tend to stick out and, and can block your view mm. as, well, as well. So something with a little bend to it uh, can be um, can be really nice. Do, do I hear the sounds of oompal well, about to be recommended? And and one one thing about the oompal that's that's interesting, it would be so perfect for driving, right? But the thing about an oompal and other pipes like it that have that much of a dramatic bend to it, if you're, you know, if you're a new pipe smoker, an oompal pipe is one of these that has a completely vertical bend. We've done shows on the shape before and such a cool shape, such a such an interesting. It's got story. a huge fan base. Big, it is a goofy looking base. fight, though. If you're not like part of that fan, yeah. Base. If you're, you know, it's just one of those things that you you, you um you either love it or hate it. Exactly. You know? but, um, but umpals are umpals are, are great. The thing about smoking an umpal while you're driving your pipe is the bowl because it's got such a sharp bend. The bowl is so close in to your face mm. that it act, that the smoke will actually kind of rise up right in front of your face. Interesting. So it's kind of interesting. You you know, even though it's a bent pipe, it's so easy to clench. Uh, it's one of those things where a lot of times the smoke from it, it will will come and and even the smoke can block your view because the the pipe is in such proximity to your person. So yeah, it's just kind of a kind of an interesting twist there. Yeah. So you got to find the balance in terms of that's distance right. away so the smoke's on your face, but down so that the pipe's not in your that's face. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. So um, I, in matter of fact, I'm smoking a, a, a great pipe tonight. This um th- this is a pipe, and um one of our listeners uh had tweeted in and asked uh our Taylor Dutton asked, uh, what pipe am I smoking tonight? This is actually a Briarworks pipe back when they were making the Icarus line of pipes. I love this pipe because it's got a tall bowl. It's great for smoking Virginias in it. I'm smoking, uh, <laughs> I'm actually smoking unflavored black Cavendish in it tonight, <laughs> oddly enough. But um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, this is, um, it, it's just got kind of a nice, simple bend to it. It's real light, easy to clench. This would be a great pipe to smoke in a car. It's got a real small frame. So you know, you can sit it down uh, real easily uh, almost anywhere. So yeah, when I, I, maybe this is kind of jumping ahead. But you say sit it down. Yeah, where do you sit it down in your car? Well, and that's something to think about, right? So you know, we we have a lot of folks that love a um you know a pipe that has a flat bottom. You know, a, a flat bottom 
you the, know those pipes make the rock and world go round. They they do those flat bottom pipes. They yeah. the 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 rock and world goes round with yeah. them. Before you get in your car, you want to identify where you're going to set your pipe ahead of time. That's one of those things where before you even crank the car, you want to figure out okay, when I'm not holding this pipe in my mouth, where am I going to put it? Right? I mean, is it going to be like a cup holder? You know, you're going to put it in your in your console. What I do in my car actually, where the I drive a you know just a normal sedan and like the the shifter that's in the console, you know, it's got this little kind of divot down where the shifter goes into the console. And and I just set my pipe right there. It's just a perfect little cradle huh. for my pipe. So, but that's the thing. Where are you going to set it securely when you're not holding it? And, you know, that's for a few reasons, right? You don't want your ashes or the embers to spill out of your pipe. You want it to be, you know, somewhere where it's not going to, you know, get in the way or whatever, just kind of safe and secure. And also, if you're, you know, if you're getting in and out of your car, like let's say you're out running errands and you've got to go inside a store and then come back to your car, you want to be able to set your pipe somewhere. You know, if someone bumps your car or jostles your car or something, it's going to be relatively secure in that spot. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so picking your pipe out. And then identifying where you're going to set your pipe when you're not holding it in your mouth. That's really, really key. Because you're not just going to put it on the seat. It's not one of those things where... Oh, your pants get on fire. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, and then then the flat bottom pipes, they, you know, have their way. Whatever. So anyway, (laughs) you want another thing... You want to... That was a miss. That was a hard hard miss. Um, So you also want to load all your tobacco ahead of time. Now, we talked about that a little bit. If you're going on a long trip, you may want to, you know, load more than one bowl, more than one pipe up. And that way, you just don't have to worry about it. It's already there, ready to go. And then what kind of tobacco should I smoke in my car, right? Well, you want to smoke something that you know you're good at keeping lit. Ah. It's very important to find a tobacco for your pipe when you're driving that you're good at keeping lit. So and, less and about so flavor, more it's about technique. Le- it's, it, it's more about technique. I mean, obviously you want to pick something, hopefully you can find a right balance there, but it's important that you aren't distracted from driving so you're not having to constantly mm. relight your pipe. Yeah, uh, really, really important. And so you, you want to select a tobacco you know you're good at keeping lit. That way, if you do have to relight it, it's not very frequently. And, you know, you, you enjoy the experience more anyway. How, how do you tamp? Like, that's the thing, right? Yeah. So, so you, do, you do have to have, you know, a tamper close by because that's, you know, part of the pipe smoking experience. You do the one-handed, like, clenching your tamp, you know? That's right. That's oh, wow. right. And so uh, what I find, too, for the tamper is that it's easy or it's better if I have something, not just a normal tamper. It's, it's better if I have something that is easy to find and is large and is, um, you know, I'm not going to have to go digging through a pile of things in my console to find it. Even out of the periphery of my vision, I can see it. I can get it real easily. And um, what I recommend to folks a lot, and we talked about it on an episode recently, are the eight deco tampers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're 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 big. They're you know they they look different from everything around them because it's a piece of bamboo with a brass metal bottom on it. And so it, it's just easy to pick up. Even you know it's it's very visible even out of the corner of your eye. And they just they work really really well for driving in your car. Yeah, I've got a, a even a met a couple of folks that actually put a little Velcro on them. And stick them to their dashboard. Oh you know? wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is kind of an idea. That's so, interesting. Yeah, I was thinking um, the the mortar pipes that uh, the, that you've carried before. Yeah, the Davern Dinovic pipes. The, yeah, Davern also makes those like really heavy tamps. It comes with a real bulky tamper. That's right. And yeah. so you know anything that's got just some nice heft to it is it, going to be easy to find. You're not going to be digging through a bunch of stuff to locate it. Otherwise, you'll be like me before I got my rhythm down. And we've joked about this on the show before, but all the little chapstick tubes in my car, <laughs> they have melted tops on them, you know, because I hadn't been able to find my tamper. And so I just tamped my pipe with my chapstick. And of course, it, uh, you know, it's just a big mess. And so, any port in a storm. Yeah. No, that's right. That's right. So a tamp that's um, actually going to help you kind of do the work for you and be easy to get a hold of. That's right. Yeah. Okay. You want to be able to get it quickly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, figure out where you're going to set your pipe, uh, load your tobacco ahead of time. Uh, get you a tamper that's easy to find. What kind of lighter are you going to use or how are you going to light your pipe? I've got bad news for match-only match, match only guys, right? You're not going to l- use a match in your car. Another just, reason why I don't smoke my Yeah, pipe you're, you're, just, you're just not. No, you, you prefer matches. All the way. And, and so many people do, and you're just not, not going to use a match in your car. Well, you're, it, just, you're just not. It's kind of similar, actually, to, to when, I'm, when I'm fishing. Because, you know, in many respects, same deal. you got to be hands-free and everything else. Uh, and, of course, you know, you can bring a match out on the lake, but 
you can't guarantee that it's not going to get wet. Yeah, and even if you bring a match, how are you going to get it lit exactly. you know, on, the, on the lake? It's, so just, it's just difficult. The only time I use a Bic lighter, well, the only time I use a lighter is a Bic lighter, and when the only time I use it is actually when I'm uh, when I'm fishing. Yeah. And even then, well, I'm, it just makes sense. I'm burning my thumb in the process. Well, and if you drop your you know lighter in the sink, you don't have to worry uh, about it because it's two bucks or whatever. But anyway, so it, it's good to get a pipe lighter that is easy to use, mm-hmm. right? You don't want something where you're going to have to flip a bunch of things and fumble with a bunch of things. You want something that's just really easy to strike i think that's why a lot of folks do use bic lighters uh you know in their car because it's just easy and goes real quickly so that's that's something to think about other gear that i think is really important to at least consider um of course we talk um we talk about pouches and leather goods and accessories for your pipe um we recently talked about this is a the peterson deluxe combo two pipe pouch uh, that we talked about. And this is great for your car because if you sit it on, you know, the seat or your console next to you, you've got a immediate access to your pipe cleaners. But most importantly, your tamper is just right there. And so it just kind of keeps a, a perfect little place for you to keep your tamper. You always know where it's at. Uh, and it just sits real easily. Yeah, of course, with this case in particular, it's about the same as uh, like a sun sunglasses type of case yeah, that you have right. in your car as well, except this one has more components and specifically for your pipe and accessories. Yeah, but also it fits, you know, well in your glove box and that kind of thing oh, yeah, if you yeah. need it to. Um, an alternative to this that other folks use while driving or if you're going on a road trip is the roll-up. And I, I love these roll-up pouches. Really? Of course, this is beautiful. And, and what's nice, this works best if you don't have anyone with you in the car because you can use you can use the seat next to you the as kind of seat. a staging for area for this. Okay. But while you're driving, see, you actually, this is one I'm of- I'm watching um, you untie this thing, talking about how this is great for while you're driving. No, okay, you don't do that part while okay. you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see, uh, this is made by Soranal, who uh, has a just an awesome pipe accessory uh, store on Etsy. And a lot of our listeners have his leather goods. And I love this. This is a roll-up I have for him, from him. And the way it sits, this actually, when you unroll it, it, it sits flat, and so you can take up the whole passenger seat with this with this divide this nice um, leather leather pouch, and it'll hold everything. It's just all right there. If you need to set your pipe down, you can even set it down inside this. Just real handy. It's good for those road trips where you just kind of need a little pipe staging area on your on your passenger seat, which is really nice. So I love love these roll ups and. Um, you're going to pay a little more for something like this, particularly the handmade ones. But gosh, are they worth it if you're a person that likes to tote your pipe with you? No, I mean, plus those those roll up ones really do kind of bring you back to those, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings esque packaging oh, know, of your, right? your stuff to go on your yeah. long journey. And so, it, no, that's it. Kind of speak to that. Other things to keep in mind, and we've talked about this before on the show a lot too. The wind cap for a pipe is really, really handy in a car. And and it's for a number of reasons. So if you need to set your pipe down, the wind cap will help the ashes not spill out of your pipe if you're sitting it down inside your cup holder. And and so that's one thing. But also a a lot of times, and we don't really realize this, if, if if you're an outside smoker that only smokes outside, you may not notice this a lot. A lot of times when you're smoking your pipe, just the natural cadence of your breath sometimes you'll breathe into the stem of the pipe and it will force ashes to come out just naturally while you're puffing the pipe and so more ashes come out of the pipe than you actually think basically a, a, right. lot, a lot of times you know ashes because of your breath uh, can actually come out of the top of the bowl while you're smoking you don't notice it as much if you're outside and you're not trying not to spill stuff but if you're an inside smoker you know what I'm talking about yeah, if you've been part of a um, long smoke competition and yeah yeah you've been there so so the great thing about a wind cap is the wind cap is going to keep all that stuff uh, real securely in there not just the ashes but also lit embers lit pieces of tobacco that could fly out so a uh, wind cap is really really good for the car and and then uh, another thing you might think about, too, are car ashtrays. Great, you know, thing. The, the thing, I don't really use one when I'm smoking my pipe because I just, you know, leave the ashes in my pipe. And <gasps> wherever I get to, well, whenever I get to where I'm going, then I empty my pipe, right? You know, it's one of those things you're not going to sit there and empty your pipe ashes while you're driving. You know, I certainly wouldn't recommend that. I so, suppose that's true. Yeah. Do you, I, this is kind of a side tangent, but, but related. Do yeah. you, do you prefer to like clean your pipe immediately after smoking it? Yes. Do you like you, to it cooling down? Is there a plus or a negative to that? But see, I, I, and we've talked about this before too. And of course we've had listeners that have disagreed with me on this, but 
Um, I, I almost exclusively buy pipes that I can run a cleaner through. While you're smoking the when, when it's when so I don't have to take it apart. Yeah, so I can actually right, run right. a cleaner all the way into the bowl. Um, so yeah, I'm one of those people that's that cleans it immediately afterwards. Okay, but, all right. Um, but again, that's another thing we don't recommend. Obviously, you know, you're not going to clean your pipe while you're driving. You're going to wait till you get to where you're going to do that. One last. Does it drive you crazy? I'm just sorry because if you're if you are that obsessive that you have to have a pipe specifically. It, dri- it drives me a little crazy. Yeah, it, it, it drives me a little crazy. It's like to, those last couple of miles, you just speed demon. I know, right? It's like I gotta clean my pipe. I gotta clean my pipe. It's gonna sour. Yeah. <laughs> it it it, uh, it is a little it is a little mad now. Uh-huh. Um, well, one last thing, and I this has really helped me. And if you've been around me, just when I'm out and about, not in the shop smoking my pipe, or not at the house smoking my pipe, if you've been. Around around me if, if you ever see me like at the chicago pipe show or something it's it's kind of silly because i'm always fumbling with a handkerchief it doesn't have anything to do with blowing my nose <laughs> it's a security blanket from when he was a child that's right that's right it's just so it's so nice but yeah matter of fact it, it's this is one of those things that for me it, when i'm on the go it is so great for pipe smoking and and anytime i'm in my car i make sure if i don't have my handkerchief i've got some napkins or something the reason i've got a handkerchief is very simple and it serves only one purpose, huh. and it is to blot the ashes off the end of your tamper. Oh, wow. And so if you're out and about, and you know, you're, you've know you got your tamper, and I'm not just talking about in your car, but also, you know, if you're, let's say you're in your suit, or uh, you know, you got some decent clothes on, you don't want to get ashes on them. Dressed up, got well, your dress pipe with you. You know, and, you, and even if your, you know, tamper is a check tool or a pipe nail or whatever, if you're putting this thing in and out of your pocket, it's going to have ashes on it. And so I always, when I'm out and about, I carry a handkerchief with me in order to take the ashes off the end of the tamper. That's the only thing I use the, t- the handkerchief for, is just the, to get the ashes off the tamper. But I'm telling you, if you just leave it sitting in your car, right next to your, you know, in your passenger seat, maybe next to your roll up or something like that. And and certainly when you're going out and about, um, man, that that is so handy to get the ashes off the end of your tamper. And and that way it keeps it out of your pockets. You know, you're not going to smear it on your shirt or anything like that. I'm telling you, this is something that. I don't compromise on. I love carrying a little handkerchief with me when I'm smoking my pipe uh, around town. Well, it's wild. I mean, you just you had your tamper just now, and as you were kind of demonstrating this, I, yeah, I I've did only not tamped realize. my pipe like twice tonight. But and you like, can you see, can, you know, if you're if you're a live viewer, you can see like you know a that perfect circle. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's incredible how much and ash dark too. You builds up on the and, and so that that would be in my pocket if it weren't on this uh, on this <laughs> handkerchief, right? Yeah. And so um, you know, just it's funny uh, people <laughs> when um, when um, our my fiance and I got engaged. A lot of folks, you know, they saw these great. They were congratulating us and all this stuff. And you know, we took these pictures. We got engaged in front of this lighthouse. It was really cool. <laughs> but then a, a couple of people started chiming in. They were like, "Hey, John David, you know." Beautiful picture and all that, but what's that sticking out of your pocket? Is my handkerchief that was covered in pipe ash. Because you, were- <laughs> <laughs> and so we've got this like incredibly beautiful scene, and like you know I'm sitting here with the love of my life, proposing, and like there's a lighthouse and the Atlantic Ocean's out there, and then I've got my little handkerchief sticking out sticking out of my pocket. <laughs> Whatever, man. You were well, crying you know, just, like a baby. No, you had great. your handkerchief out. Oh no, yeah, yeah right. Obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the cleanliness factor is, is important. I, I I'll mention this from someone who will for the for the point of the story remain nameless. There is a mutual friend of ours that has gone through a number of vehicles in the time that we have known this person. And uh, if, if you've ever been in this person's vehicle, you know that he's a pipe smoker. First of all, you meet him, you know he's a pipe smoker. He just, uh, he has that aura, if you know what I'm saying. And if you get into his car, the aura goes increasingly, increasingly uh, more potent, especially because he has literal coffee tins of like pipe ash. I don't know how his, his wife does it. I'll be real. I'm telling you, man, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's been, it's actually since he got married, it, it's been a little bit more cleanly in his car. I've noticed. Yeah. But I mean, what stages, right? I mean, Just a little like it, we're, it, it's, it's relative. We want to congratulate him for that, but still, <laughs> course, I mean, there, there's a little room for improvement, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it is like whatever. And, uh, you know, this is someone who I, I greatly admire. Who's been a, a great, a, a very dear friend, very, a cl- very dear close friend. friend. We're just picking on him. And, and on top of that, a close friend who has given me rides several, several times. <laughs> <laughs> always very much aware of what I'm getting into. But it's anyway. kind of like, yeah, when you get in this car, you, it's almost like leaving the Squire. You need, you feel like you need to go home and take a bath. No, know? it it's it's like leaving the, the Squire times a million. It's <laughs> Let's there's just be walking honest. into the cigar, the pipe shop, and then there's walking into this dude's car. Well, I, didn't, I didn't I didn't think a car could smell that much like Latakia. That's that's interesting. It's Is almost, a car made of Latakia? It's <laughs> almost like being inside a briar pipe, if you will. 
Waka waka. All right, all right. <laughs> so I, I will mention this. Look, smoking smoking your pipe in your car is not for everyone. A lot of what's been discussed tonight is more advanced techniques. If you're somebody who's a new pipe smoker, you don't feel comfortable clenching your if pipe. If you're a new pipe smoker, don't smoke in if your car. If you don't have that kind of control over your pipe smoking, we do not recommend this at yeah, all. We've actually, right. a lot of great uh, feedback tonight from people that appreciate the tips. And also people are like, ah! guys that's, <laughs> and that's the thing it's not for everybody but that's if right. you do if you're somebody who's enjoyed this these are some best practices for you to ensure that you have the safest possible time enjoying your pipe while you're driving your car honestly the the biggest things for me uh, in in relating to all this is to find a pipe you can clench figure out before you even crank the car figure out where you're going to put your pipe down if you're not if you can't keep it in your mouth and find a tobacco that you're good at keeping lit without having to relight it. Those three things are very, very important. And if you'll uh, just take care of those things first and and worry about the details uh, of the other stuff too, um, I think you can enjoy it. Well, you know what they say about the details. This, What's that, Bo? They say the devil's in the details. And speaking of little devils, the pipe sp- <laughs> sponsoring tonight's episode of Country Squire Radio is the little devil from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. Man, you, you crushed that. I, got- I, I just I want to give you props. <laughs> when, when, when I said the word details, like the, the look in your eyes was like, was like a nine-year-old on Christmas morning with a puppy. Like it just, I just served it up for you there. I know, but I laughed all the way through it, so I don't a, feel as confident about it. But man, I, the, the little devil is such a great pipe from Missouri Meerschaum. We sell a whole bunch of them here at the Country Squire. Uh, of course, Missouri Meerschaum corn cob pipes—they're the best corn cob pipes in the world. Absolutely, uh, a, a great American tradition. And uh, the little devil is one of their newer additions. They've got it uh, in a cutty style, which we've got here tonight. On the show, they also have an acorn style, uh, which has a pointed bottom. I like the cutty because it sits. It's real uh, real practical. It's one of those a, flat bottom uh, pipes it, that it, makes it's, the rock it's, and it's, world go round. It's a flat bottom pipe. It does make the rock and world go round. And uh, and it's one of those, uh, you know, one of those pipes. Is, it's small, it's, so it's, it's got a small frame. But for a smaller pipe, it has a decent size bowl. And so we really love those. And um, man, just uh, like every pipe from Missouri Meerschaum, it's uh, priced very reasonably. Um, is certainly durable for, for a corn cob pipe, and we uh, we think you'll really enjoy it. Absolutely. So, hey, if you've got a little devil, be sure to smoke it this week. Take a picture of it, tweet it into us. It's a great way for us to show the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum that you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week comes yeah. in from Craig, who, by the way, uh, he's a uh, officer in the Marines. He's camped in, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, but Camp Lejeune. Le, Camp Lejeune. Did I do uh, right? Camp you, Lejeune. You got pretty close. Yeah. Well, Camp, thank, Camp Lejeune. Thank you for your service, Craig. Dude, Craig, thank you. Thank you so much, man. You it, and all the other fine folks that are 
out there smoking your pipe, but also, um, man, serving our country. All right. So he says, say I buy a tin of tobacco to try and after a few bowls, really just don't like it. What should I do? And uh, by the way, he even puts in parentheses, this is uh, it's in relation to Dunhill's Royal Yacht. <laughs> oh, man, he didn't. He couldn't handle it. Um, <laughs> He's a it, Marine, but he couldn't handle Dunhill's oh, Royal Yacht. Oh, now hang come on, on now. now. That's not what he said. That's not, I'm, I'm not going, I'm not saying that. I right. know, right? He's going to come kick my tail. I was about to say, <laughs> love the show and just signed up for the Squire Level membership. Keep it up, and, uh, keep it up guys, and congratulations to Caleb on his recent wedding. Uh, he says he he himself, Craig himself, is getting married uh, in June. So Dude, congrats. congrats. Congrats to you, sir. Craig. Well, yeah, great question. And it's it's interesting. One of our sponsors later in the show is... is might be a good solution for you there, Craig. Might be a good solution for you on this. <laughs> and we're, we're very proud that they're they're partnering with uh, Country Squire Radio. And we'll tell you more about them in just a little bit here. But yeah, you know, 10 tobaccos, that's, that's the thing about it, right? So whether it's a $8 tin of tobacco or whether it's a $30 tin of tobacco, you know, you buy it and you're committed to it. You can't sample it. You know, it's one of those things you can't try it before you buy it unless you're a member of the Tin Society, which we'll, which we'll talk about very, soon, in the very, lead very soon. I, lo- I love this. I know, right? It's just such a perfect dovetail. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, you know, you buy a tin of tobacco and you're really stuck with it at that point. And so a couple options, you know, you've got this uh, expensive tobacco that you're like, man, I don't like it, but, you know, you just hate to throw it away. So, you know, if you can't give it to a friend, or maybe swap it with someone. We we have a lot of that that goes on. Man, I don't like this. I know you don't like that. You want to trade. A couple of options. You can modify the tobacco. We have folks that do that. Try getting some, you know, other Ooh, tobacco that you like yeah. and, and start mixing with it. Start, you know, kind of monkeying around with it and seeing what happens. And, and you might come up with a great blend. You know, it's an opportunity for you to take this ingredient that, you know, it's like any ingredient. Well, you know, I don't really like smoking this by itself. You know, when I mix it with that, it's pretty good. Uh, it might be, you know, something as simple as, um, you know, like I'm smoking tonight, a black Cavendish, whether it's a vanilla Cavendish or cherry or, or unflavored. You know, it might be something you want to throw some Virginias in with, you know, if it's if it's Dunhill Royal Yacht, obviously, you know, you've got a really strong tobacco there. So you might want to cut it with some Cavendish or something that's got a softer note to it. Maybe uh, it's not le- strong with enough. Less, with less nicotine. Maybe it's not strong enough and you want to throw some dark fired burley in there. You know, um, you know, it's it's just one of those things that you can start playing with. Um, <laughs> the other alternative, obviously, and we we do this at the shop and, and love it. And we have a lot of customers that do this is to have your own personal whatever jar or what whatever tobacco. Yeah, now the and whatever so, jar here was started by. That, that was that was me. We started oh, that a few, few years ago oh, yeah okay, gotcha, and so gotcha. you know basically i love the concept of a whatever jar because the squire we have this jar it's sitting about five feet to my right here um and so when i'm blending tobacco or caleb's blending a lot of times at the end of the day we'll have scraps of tobacco left over and we're like what do we do with these scraps and so we'll throw them in the whatever jar and we actually sell the whatever tobacco uh, it's like a buck 50 an ounce or something it's just really <laughs> inexpensive but it's just tobacco that would have didn't have a home it's perfectly good tobacco, but it's just it's just whatever. It's gumbo. It's just whatever, yeah. yeah. And so you just throw it in there, and, and you've got a couple options. You can leave them, uh, you, you can put the tobacco in the jar uh, and just leave it kind of layered and it's natural however it lands in there. Or you can actually take the tobacco out occasionally and blend it together and just see what happens. The the thing about, you know, whatever tobacco is that every puff is going to be different. You'll never be able to replicate it. And you just kind of have to know know that going into it. But you can really enjoy it and I think can be kind of, kind of a fun... Uh, gamble tobacco. You know, it's one of those things like you pick up a grab bag and boy, I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I'm going to try it out. And so, you know, a lot of folks have fun with the whatever tobacco and it's just one of those things you can do and, uh, you know, have a little fun with. That's good. So, yeah. you know, like you said, I mean, I, I think that the concept of uh, trading, sharing with, with folks in your local pipe community, and even using that as an excuse to kind of build up a local pipe community, I know if you're on base, uh, you, you know, you're constantly moving around, but you may be surprised how many other uh, folks that might also enjoy a pipe or, you know, hey, if you got a couple extra corncob pipes, might be a good chance to bring them in. Even if it's a pipe tobacco you don't like, I guess that's kind of deceptive when it's like, hey, Josh, enjoy yeah. a pipe with me. Here, yeah. smoke this, smoke this, smoke this, smoke this. All gone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know, different taste for different folks. So, um, but one way or the other, yeah, what a great question, Craig. Thanks so much yeah, for good, that. Yeah, good question. Yeah. All right. So, hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send that in show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick, Quick fire with, with the squire. Quickfire questions! Ow! All right, man. Quickfire questions brought to you by the Tin Society. What a perfect timing, right? I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it's great, great timing. We'll talk more about why the Tin Society is such a perfect timing, although John David mentioned it in the last segment. But hey, it's a great service. Learn more about it here in just a second. That's right. Quickfire questions sent in from J.D. 
Tooney. Oh, JD. Yeah, yeah. that's great. I love JD. Yeah, I, I know you do. I, for obvious <laughs> reasons, right? Obvious reasons. No, JD's a, a one of our local friends and a, a, a very dear, dear, very dear friend. I know. Very, very local. You're right. Yes. You're very, very present. Right? Are you, just, just a minute. You are JD Tooney. I'm not. You're JD Cole and I, you're JD Tooney. I, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. He's right. much more handsome than me. I've never I seen, do have more hair than him, though. I've never seen you <laughs> but both. But that's basically everyone. Interesting. I've yeah. never seen you both in the same place at the same time. That's true. All right. Cinnamon or nutmeg? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Cinnamon? Cinnamon. Yeah, I think cinnamon. I mm-hmm. like nutmeg, though. Yeah, but I'm going to go with cinnamon. Cinnamon feels more versatile. You know yeah, what I mean? Nutmeg is very specific. You, you don't know, it's have one a of those... nutmeg roll. Well, you could. Could you? But no, I mean, you, it's not one of those things that, yeah, yeah. I, I, now I'm kind of curious to actually try that. <laughs> Someone make a nutmeg roll. <laughs> <Let's see what laughs> like. All right, home-cooked meal or restaurant? Gosh, it depends who's cooking. It depends on the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if it's if it's like good restaurant meal or good home-cooked meal. I'm saying good home-cooked meal. I'm going to go with the restaurant. Really? I am. I, I, it's one of those things that you just, I, gosh, I... I I think I died a little bit inside of admitting that, but at least I, I at least I'm sharing the honesty with with our good friend. No, that's that's true. Yeah. I I really like cooking. Like if it, it, it depends on the meal. Well, that, that depends the, on the meal. What you said in terms of the caveat, if it's a really good home cooked meal versus a really good restaurant, you know what I mean? Like I feel like you're putting like top level on both. Like I like being like a six hour process to get to this amazing meal. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. And you know, so like if you know, you're yeah, if you're eating at home, it's a it's it's part of the event. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I don't exactly. Like it. Okay. I'm gonna go home cooked. All right. Honesty or sparing their feelings. Oh wow. So like being honest or not being honest because you don't want to hurt someone's feeling. Yeah. Wow. That's mm. wow. Um, I'm codependent enough <laughs> and enough of a people pleaser. To where I do struggle with the second a lot. As in, you do spare their feelings. I do spare their feelings by fudging a little bit. But I've gotten a lot better about just honestly, like, you know, I don't really care for that. Or, oh, this is, you know, just something I don't want to do or whatever. Like... And and that way it just it it works out better in the long run and it's the right thing to do. So I'm going to go with honesty, but I'm going to admit that I struggle with... uh, be, you know, not wanting to hurt people's feelings. Yep. So, so you do the wrong thing for the right reasons. I probably do the right thing for the wrong reasons. Because <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just a jerk. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I feel like I'm more honest. And then, but, but, but it's one of those. You just things. don't care. <laughs> well, no, I do. The problem is that I'll, I'll be honest. Then I'll realize, man, that sounded like a jerk thing to say. But at that point, I've already said it. You know what I mean? It's the it's <laughs> the, the cat's out of the bag. It's a velociraptor. It's the the shoot, bang, aim, whatever. Right, point, point shoot, it, aim. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm more in the honesty That's camp. That's great. Uh, form or function? Ooh, ooh. Um, uh, form. Form. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm right brained enough and uh, enough of a sucker to go with form. Yeah, yeah. I I appreciate function more, but yeah, I'm 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 all about the form. Uh, always begins with the end user in mind. 10 good friends or one very close friend? One very close friend. Same. Any day of the week. Same. Yeah. I'm fortunate enough to have a lot of close friends that that really are. But yeah, give me that one guy that's got your back. Oh, man. And you're that guy. Like you're that guy, buddy. Like you're that guy. It's my special man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you so much for those quick fire questions. That is from J.D. Tooney, not J- J.D. Cole. Uh, and again, these are brought to you by the Tin Society. That's right. The Tin Society. Now, the reason why this is so perfect for uh, you know a segment that follows the last question we got is because the Tin Society really is the, the true answer to that problem of, what if I get a tin and I don't like it? Well, the reality is don't get in that situation. Join the Tin Society where you can get curated premium pipe tobaccos sent to your door every single month for you to be able to get those sample sizes, figure out what you like. Before you go and buy, before that you tent. commit to the full ten, absolutely, right. yeah, we we love the concept of the tin society. It's great. Uh, the founders over there were uh, frustrated because you know every time you buy a tin of tobacco, you can't sample it. It's one of those things that uh, you just don't have access to until you commit to paying the ten, fifteen, twenty dollars for for this can of premium tobacco. And so, uh, what they do is they send you every month a variety of these curated tobaccos. Each sample has about three or four bowls worth of tobacco uh, there in it, and so you get a get a nice opportunity to smoke a you know smoke smoke it a few times, get the idea if you like it, if you want to try some more, and it's great. It's just it's one of those things that always keeps something interesting coming your way uh, without having to break the bank. So very reasonably priced. You can find out more about them at tinsociety.com. 
And if you sign up, you can use the code SQUIRE, uh, and you actually get 20% off your uh, first month's uh, service as well as a, uh, a free corn cob pie. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, that's uh, tensociety.com. Use the code SQUIRE for 20% off on your first month service. Yep. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. Listener feedback this week comes in from uh, some great folks. In fact, Doug Owen writes in. What did Doug Owen have to say, John David Cole? No way. Yes, way. Look at this. Look at this. Well done, gentlemen. Uh, these bulk versus 10 questions always come up in my shop as well, and I will refer pipe smokers, especially new ones, to your presentation here. One question that does come up on a related subject, uh, which I hope you can answer, is about aging Virginias and Latakia mixtures. We all know that aging these tobaccos in the factory sealed tin will improve the tobacco over a period of years. However, Quite a few of my customers will also age bulk versions of these tobaccos in sealed glass jars, such as the classic Kilner jars, uh, which have the rubber seal and a lockdown fastener. What is your opinion on this? For example, I carry both the bulk version of Gaywith's full Virginia Flake and the 50-gram tins. Same for Squadron Leader. Uh, Dunhill 965 and HH Old Dark Fired. Uh, man, Doug, you've got an awesome pipe shop. You carry a lot of premium yeah, stuff, both, stuff, both in tin and in bulk. That's, that's great. Will a sealed tin age the same as a bulk version placed in a sealed jar? As an old veteran codger with over 40 years in the business, I still don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the help. Uh, keep up the great videos, Doug Owen. Man, Doug, we're honored, uh, brother, that you would write in. Man, I'm sure I could learn a lot from someone that's got uh, that many years in the industry, and uh, I'd love to love to interact with you someday. Yeah, so th what's interesting is, and we've talked about this before on aging tobacco um, in, in tins and in different types of tins. There's two different tin styles, obviously, that we see out there. We see the, I always call them the little biscuit can tins. You know, it's the tin that looks, uh, the, the type of tin that we use, that we get from uh, McClelland and Cornell and Deal and GLPs. Those tins that have the pop top on, on, on it with the little silver, you know, the pull tab thing. Even though those tins are, are sealed tight and are airtight, they're not vacuum sealed. So those tins actually have mm. air in the tin, you know, obviously. So, so it, it's not a, it's not a, you know, air free environment. So those, those tins are actually aging with air in there, much like your bulk tobacco would be if you take bulk tobacco and put it in a, in a jar. They t tins like that and, and also aging bulk tobacco in a jar are going to give you the opportunity for faster aging uh, because there's more air to work with and those those little microbes in there have more to more energy to chew on and munch on. But then also the flavor change in my in my experience is going to be more dramatic on a tin like that. On a vacuum seal tin, one of the flat coin style tins that we see, you know, the tins like Orlick, uh, Dunhill, Peterson, folks like that, MacBaron, those tins are actually held together but not just by the screw top, but also by a vacuum sealing. And so there's no air in that environment. And so they're going to age a lot slower because of the lack of air. Anaerobic aging process, it just doesn't, uh, doesn't yield itself to, to aging the same. That's why a lot of folks, if they're really looking for the benefits of aging tobacco, what they'll do on the coin style tins, they'll actually take it out of the coin style tin. And they'll put it into uh, into a jar just so it can get the best benefit of the aging process. And so you'll get, I think, better results from that. And also, I you know, over the years, um, and obviously you've probably, Doug, bumped into this more than I have just because you've got so much more experience in this industry than I do. But, you know, those coin style vacuum sealed tins, they're not very reliable. You know, you can think you've got a perfectly sealed tin and then you, you know, go to it and you're excited to open it and you realize, oh, man, it. It, it's already opened, you know, it's a, it, the air pressure or temperature changed or something happened and it, you know, you dropped it and it, it already cracked the seal on it. You know, a lot of times if, if your biggest concern is aging tobacco, um, I always tell folks, you know, that in that case, you probably just want to go ahead and take it out of that vacuum sealed tin anyway and put it into a jar. And so, you know, that that's what I would recommend. I think, you know, that that any 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 tobacco that's got a little air also in there with it is going to age better. You don't want tons of air, but you do want some air. I think a bulk tobacco in one of those jars that you mentioned, you know, is is going to do just just fine in that kind of environment. Yeah. Great follow up to yeah, last week's great, episode. Yeah, great man. Great question. Yeah. And proof that those one on one episodes, you know, are are good for the brand new pipe smoker or those that have been at for uh, for a couple decades. That's right. Like that. that's, that's right. That's right. 
Uh, thanks for that, Doug. We really appreciate that. Yeah, also, big time. We got an iTunes review in from Brand Ub or Brand Dub. Brand Dub K. Let's go with Brand Dub K. <laughs> uh, he says it is like audible chocolate. Ooh. Yeah. He Ooh. says, I've been enjoying smoking a pipe for several years now. I started smoking a pipe when I lived in the UK because I just love those vintage pipe smoking vibes. Uh, little did I know that the tobacco sipping world was much more amazing than than I could have imagined. I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and the pipe community isn't very robust out here. So the commentary of John, David, and Bo is a breath of sweet tin note in my life. <laughs> I've learned so much from the past month from these two. This podcast has also increased my joy of smoking a pipe exponentially. Thanks, gents, JD and Bo, for all that you do. Uh, keep it interesting and fresh. And again, man. that's from Brandub K. Yeah, man, Brandub, thanks so much, brother. We, we're so glad you found us and uh, are enjoying it. And uh, man, I, I encourage you to check in. We, you know, we've got several listeners in, the, in your part of the world that are part of the Arizona Pipe Club. And uh, man, we would love uh, for y'all to some way get connected yeah. and, and maybe find some other pipe smokers there. Uh, you know, I know Phoenix is a big uh, city, and so it might be hard to connect with other folks just because you get lost in the crowd. But um, man, we'd love to love to see if we could link you up with some other listeners from from your area. But absolutely, um, man, thanks so much for tuning in. We're um, I, I don't know if anyone has you know called our you know terrible voices before, audible particularly chocolate. my redneck voice, like the audible chocolate. I mean, that's that's fantastic. We got the smooth chocolate with all the nuts in it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Way great, great feedback. Thank you so much. Especially those iTunes reviews are really, really awesome to get. If you've never written us an iTunes review, uh, it'd be uh, really cool if you did. Head over to iTunes, write us a review. <laughs> we really appreciate that. Um, it's also a great way to help out the show by joining the club as well at patreon.com slash countrysquireradio. It's the place to find it. If you go to countrysquireradio.com, you got a big banner that says join the club, uh, get some great stuff like being part of an awesome, ever-growing community of pipe smokers uh, connected to through the uh, International Country Squire Radio Pipe Club. Uh, also, be sure to follow us on the Twitters as well. At Squire Radio is where you can follow the show. And I want to especially make mention of this tonight because of all of the memes we've been getting in throughout the night. The gifts and the memes <laughs> have been on point. Uh, a lot of people with like their, their laps on fire <laughs> with, with combusting into flames from dropping their pipes. So a lot of great commentary going on through the Twitters tonight, but at Squire Radio is a place to do that. You can also follow myself. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire. Of course, all that social media information can be found at countrysquireradio.com where you can tune in to the live show on Monday nights at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. That's 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Again, that's going down at countrysquireradio.com. One last plug, by the way, for next week's episode for our aristocrat versus farmer. I've been nailing it you, tonight. You did, you did great, man. Watch you, me you just did, bomb great. all next week. Yeah, ne next week's going to be a disaster, but you, you did great tonight. <laughs> but again, it's that it's that white collar, blue collar. It's it's the rich, poor. You know, what, what, where are the differences? Where are the similarities? In my mind, the pipe can be a great unifier in, in a lot of different uh, uh, economic settings. Absolutely, be it the uh, the, so, the social boardroom, social strata, yeah. exactly the mm -hmm. corporate boardroom, or or you know down on down on the uh, the the uh, far farm lands, the tower of the field. That's what I think I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one way or the other, we're going to have a great conversation about it. We look forward to getting your thoughts. Be sure to send those in show at countrysquireradio.com or on Facebook. You'll see the post that'll be going out on Tuesday. So yesterday as this podcast goes out on the feed, uh, so you can find it there as well, man. All right. So just out of curiosity, are you okay? I'm good now. Okay. I'm really good. Do you have a place to stay? I, I do, yeah, okay. I, and actually the house is fixed. I've got water back. I, like everything, everything's fine. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been a challenging couple of weeks. But okay. uh, you know, between uh, good uh, good moral support from people very important to me, um, you know, a uh, a faithful Lord and Savior that sends people in my life to encourage me and has given me his uh, his wonderful uh, word full of uh, full of life, and then also a, a good pipe here and there. Man, it's uh, it's been a good weekend. All right, I feel man. recharged. That's yeah. good. It's good stuff. And did you keep that canoe? I probably should have. Well, I was just curious. I didn't, I didn't but I probably should. Are you talking about the one we filled with ice and yeah. then put and then loaded with beer yeah, yeah, for yeah. a Halloween party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was fun. I was, that, that was that was fun. I was just curious if because you were storing that in your garage for the longest time, and if the garage like flooded, did the canoe go up? Yeah, it could have could have gone up. We could have gotten it to to get out to uh, get out to the street. Would've we kind of cool. <laughs> I should have kept the canoe. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's a lesson in that. But anyway, wait, man, let's go have a night. See you, brother.
for listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com/purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 